tomorrow. Let's get it. When we attack today's local and national hottest sports topics, I'm your host, Randy Dutkin, and let's get after it. Good evening, all, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get It. I'm your host, Randy Dutkin, along with my producer and co-host, Jason Bryce. And once again, we have our special guest, Marcus Bullock, with us to discuss and continue talking about coronavirus, the developments of what's been going on recently in the sports world as far as this Deshaun Jackson situation. We'll be getting into a little bit of the talk about the name change with the Washington Redskins. But to start it off, fellas, how are we doing tonight, Jay? I'm okay, brother. You know, again, like I always say, I'm corona-free, so I'm okay. I'm still alive. Everything's going good, man. How about you? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And Marcus, how are you tonight, sir? All is good. Blessed to be here. Good, absolutely. So, gentlemen, last time we were out here, we were talking about the incident with Deshaun Jackson and him coming out and tweeting the responses about Farrakhan and relating to Hitler um, you know, things like that in the issue that really came to light. A lot of people had Deshaun in a, in a light that wasn't exactly the one in which we wanted to automatically see him in, something that, you know, we kind of looked at him in a different light. Uh, since that development, what has happened is uh, Julian Edelman, who is a Jewish wide receiver who plays for the New England Patriots. Boo. We could all agree to that. He's comment. tough, though. He he's is. Tough. He's, can, tough. he's But tough, he's a Patriot. He's a Patriot. Okay, yeah, <laughs> true, true but with that said, though, Julian Edelman reached out, and I got to give him a lot of credit. He reached out to Deshaun Jackson, and he didn't berate him. He didn't put him down, but he offered a learning opportunity. And he offered him the opportunity to come with him to Auschwitz, which is one of the main concentration camps that took place during the Holocaust. And he's also willing to go to the African-American Museum down in Washington with Deshaun to also learn about his culture. So my thoughts and feelings are, first of all, that is the approach that we need to take in general as a society. That's the approach that I give Deshaun Deshaun and Julian credit for because I know Deshaun said that he's on board with it and I also want to give props out to Deshaun Jackson because after what he said, he did go online, he did apologize he also met with a 94 year old Holocaust survivor and learned a little bit about the situation, so in my mind, the way that that was handled was exactly what we want to see, what we have to see if we're going to progress forward, what's your thoughts Jay? I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, the, was that the second apology or the first apology? I know because I know I know Max Kellerman said the first one wasn't good enough, so he came out again. No, no, no. We're no. talking about that first one. First. Oh, okay. oh, the first one. Okay, yes. all right. So yeah, I mean, I think that's good. I do, um, I do see the beauty in that. Um, the fact that um, you know he's going to be going to uh, is Auschwitz, right? Yes. Okay, and then. Um, and then um, Julian is going to be going to the African American Museum. Yes. So I do. I do like the exchange of that. Um, I like to see that happen more often, though. I'll be honest with you, um, because I, it's the first time I've hear of you know um, someone who you know it, it's you know he did say I mean he's, he used the word Hitler. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's flagrant in that community. And, and flagrant just period, because he's, he's, Hitler wasn't a good man. You know what I'm saying? But it's the first time I've ever seen someone, they have to go to like, um, you know what I'm saying, a museum to understand that experience. I mean, you know, and there's no disrespect, just being honest, because of the world that we live in. I mean, black individuals, black Americans, you know, we've been called, name called. I mean, you know, definitely, you know, severely oppressed and, 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 and diminished and demoralized. And I don't know if we've ever had that criterion. So that's why I'm saying, like, I think that's it's good to now that it's a back and forth thing. 
But I'm wondering, my only question, it would be, is that how it's going to be from now on? So now, you know, if somebody else says something flagrant, even if it's just towards an African-American, will it be more than just sensitivity training and a contract extension? That's all I'm saying. No, it's a very valid point. And I, and I agree because it, it does kind of seem like, you know, uh, that, again, it's OK. I have to do more to make things right, you know, because Deshaun said this thing. Sure. Where if somebody, you know, uh, Caucasian descent said something, I'm fairly certain that he wouldn't feel like he necessarily has to go and do something. Right. Um, Marcus, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. I think the, the power behind it is coming from um, Julian Edelman being, you know, a, a fellow wide receiver in the league, um, not coming from, you know, an outsider, somebody who doesn't even know Deshaun or, or, or something like that. But coming from you know a, a colleague I guess so to say mm. is, is pretty powerful and and mm. a lot of people were attacking Deshaun and and rightfully so like I understood where people were coming from absolutely but he didn't Julian Edelman took the high ground and didn't didn't attack him and said listen let me help you let me educate yes. you but not not that I'm better than you let me educate you and then I want you to educate me right which right. I think is strong it's very strong and I, that's that's very strong and I, and I think that that's what made Deshaun sit back and, and you know a lot of people saying oh he's only doing it to save face and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff but well, you know whatever it is he's he's doing the right thing right and I think we have to like you said Randy we have to applaud that because he is taking the necessary steps whether it's to save face or for the right reasons who knows let's give him the benefit of the doubt right um but I, I think if that would have come from you know some random person or somebody else, I don't think it would have had the same value to Deshaun sure. as coming from somebody who is you know well respected in the league and you know a, a fellow wide receiver. Absolutely, and you know I think that like you said, with being a fellow wide receiver, being a colleague, it comes with a different voice to it. It doesn't come to put anybody down. It doesn't come from you know an outside source saying you need to make things right. Mm-hmm. Again, it is Julian saying, "Let me educate you, educate me." I know Julian, you know, coming as a Jewish man, you know, I know Julian has always been a big advocate of you know acknowledging his heritage, and I know even when they were able to do the. Um, personalized cleats in the NFL, you know, he acknowledged, you know, the synagogue that was attacked in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, he's always been a very big person for the Jewish religion, the Jewish people. So, I mean, I'm definitely proud and I'm happy to see him do that. But again, it does come back to the question of, is it over the top? Because I still feel at the end of the day, you know, Deshaun is doing it, not that he doesn't want to, Mm. but because he's kind of being backed into a corner of, you have to do something to save face. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, that, that that's subjective. I mean, you know, I, I do think that, again, I think that the flagrant or, or the foul was the word Hitler. Anytime you're quoting Hitler. Now, if he's quoting Farrakhan, I don't see that as being foul. But again, that's subjective, too, because there yeah, are issues right. within the two communities. Right. You know what I'm saying? As far as what their view of Farrakhan is. You know what I'm saying? But... I don't. I mean, I think that you know. I don't think that he. I think he was sincere, um, in in him going to see that. I think it's. I think it's sincerity, mixed with bottom line. I yeah. mean, like, I mean, his bottom line matters. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's just that's just everybody. Everybody's bottom lines matter. It, you know what it I'm does. Sure. It, does. It, it, it is what it is. But what's interesting though is that, um, like you said, this was this is a beautiful thing. It, it really is beautiful. It's powerful. It's almost as it's just as powerful as Black Lives Matter when you see white individuals out there marching in white right. towns. Right. Absolutely. That's beautiful to me. Okay. But 
And I'm going back because I, I I can't get the Riley Cooper out my out my mind. And I, I knew I he can't. was going to be brought up, and he should be absolutely right. But I'm even talking about something that Michael Vick said because Michael Vick was the one that brought him and, and put his arm around him and yeah. said, "No, this is my brother. He didn't mean it. This and that." And Riley Cooper snuggled under that arm. Oh yeah, he snuggled okay, in tight until the coast was clear, and then he switched up. And Michael Vick talked about that. He talked about how he knows it didn't really mean that much to him because of how his behavior right. was after that. So, you know, with Deshaun, if I'm if I'm bringing back now to Deshaun, I do think I don't see Deshaun using Hitler said that about anything. But I don't think that it changes the fact that he's searching, and that's what we forget. He's searching for answers. Him making that statement. Or him posting it has got me searching. Because you know what? Hmm, I want to know some truth. Because my heritage, my people, we don't know our truth. And that's what we're trying to find out. That's why I I, I was I get when he said Hitler this, that's flagrant. But I don't think it stops him searching for his truth. No, it doesn't. And I actually want to go back and say that I also... With the original tweet, I don't think there was a direction of hatred behind it. And I will support Deshaun in saying that. I sure. don't think it was. Right. I mean, going back to the point you made about Max Kellerman and, and saying that it's not an acceptable apology. And Max, Ke- Max Kellerman, to me, needs to just stay in his corner. Max Kellerman doesn't speak for all the Jewish people. Okay. Because I know for myself sure. you know, that I don't feel as though that it was a, a hatred-laced tweet. Right. I think it was something that he read. It found it profound. He found he said, you know what? I want to share this with the rest of the world and try to get some understanding. You know, and that's I think too where people have to realize it is that you know we can't be, you know, um, condemning people oh, for vil- trying vilifying, vilifying. Great right. word. But but, yes. but but why? But why are we doing that with Deshaun? Because of the well, the higher si- the higher system, right? And that's the higher what, problem, and that's and that's but that's what has Deshaun searching because yes. now you have all these different movements you have the Black Lives Matter movement you have all these different movements so now it's like hey we're trying to really go about some change that's what we're trying to do and oh. then sometimes it has to go through these uncomfortable things but you know what I think we talked about last show that Malcolm what was it Malcolm Jenkins yes. right he didn't say nothing but he did say something yes. now and he said you know what let's not get distracted Let's not get distracted about what the real issues are going. This is because this is a big thing. Oh, it this absolutely is, is. You know what I'm saying? It is. Now, I want to get to you real quick, Marcus. Yeah. Uh, but like, even though, again, you can attack things and you can address things in certain ways. I think even with Malcolm Jenkins, because he got a little bit of heat, too, for the way that he presented it in some areas of society. People said, oh, so you're just downplaying what was said. But you don't. But, right, right. You know, but ahead, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, but <laughs> so what I'm saying is I'm not. I, I think Malcolm Jenkins point about, listen, let's not forget what's been going on. Let's not forget the, you know, the movement that is trying to be made right. and the only way the thing is I think that if he would have said something more along the lines that was acknowledging what Deshaun did was not appropriate mm-hmm. I think it would have been taken a little better overall but I do understand what Malcolm was saying about you know let's not forget the movement but I think if he would have said I understand I empathize I he did, he, he, he did. He, he, his first statement his, his first, first sentence statement was 
his first statement was uh, what he said was wrong or something along right. those lines. His, his first, first sentence. sentence was. But he didn't waste. He he didn't he didn't make that his whole purpose. No, he, he didn't sugarcoat it. He didn't sugar. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that so that's the thing. But but the thing is, you have the powers to be to say or people com- commenting that he didn't say enough. Why? Why isn't it enough for the African American to say that? But then let's 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 not let's not get distracted. You know what I'm saying? Why isn't that enough? The hierarchy. Oh, it absolutely comes out of hierarchy. I would that's never. What, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm. That's that's why I. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's still unfairness in this, but I get it. There, there is, and I can't sit here as a white man and say that there's not because if you that listen, if I'm not acknowledging the problem, then I'm part of the problem. Sure. And you know, I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to sure. be a part of the solution. Absolutely. And part of the solution is sitting in in rooms with mixed cultures and mixed ethnicities and religions and everybody and talking right. and bringing it to the table. Sure. You know, we discussed that last show about how just the three of us, you know, a white man and two African American men sitting in a room discussing this. Right. You know, right. this is a big step towards seeing the change Absolutely. that we want to see. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and it, it's just there is that hierarchy, and I think some look. I mean, it, we have nine million trillion steps to go. Sure. You know, but again, it's starting to take little baby steps. Some changes are starting to be made. You know, is there anywhere near where we need to be at? No. And it, it's interesting though, and I, I think you know you're getting a lot of, and I, and I want to touch real quick. Also, is I know recently uh, the NFL said that they were going to be raising, you know, and uh, flying the. Um, the flag. Really? Um, now, you know, the flag with the American flag, It um, what flag is it? The um, It's not Black Lives Matter flag, um, but the flag of the African-American culture. I'm not sure oh, okay. exactly I what it is. Yeah, okay. I, but I, I they're going to they're gonna be flying it with the American flag, mm-hmm. and they're playing the, uh, the American name. National right. Anthem. Yeah. Right. So which, I, you had, which you had some people on my Facebook feed that said, yes, we should kneel. I... I also have a lot of friends that I know. Listen. It's terrible. It's terrible. That's what I'm saying. It is. It's terrible. I'm like, really? Here's the thing, though, and this is another interesting piece of it, is that I know friends personally, people that I call friends, Mm -hmm. who are like done with the NFL because they're doing that, because they're caving in. The system again, exactly, and and I and listen, I had that conversation with a buddy of mine today mm. when he was like, "I'm not buying any more apparel. I'm not watching any games. Mm-hmm. Fuck this shit." And I said, "No." I said, mm-hmm. "That's the problem." I said, "Why?" That has nothing to do with the team and the sport that you love. Sure, it's showing, you know. But he didn't want to hear it. And again, you know, there still is a lot of people like that. But it's very interesting because the NFL is taking a big stand by doing that. I don't think they're wrong at all, but it's something that is a very, very profound statement to be done, you know, for the NFL well, is a hierarchy league. No, no, true indeed. But if you think about it, I mean, to, you, to your point earlier, why are they doing it? Is it really genuine? No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe it's genuine. It can't be genuine. Come on, man. You, you, you ain't even like cap, cap it again in the league, bro. Come you can't on. turn that fast. You can't, you can't turn, turn that, that fast. fast. No, but you know it, 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 it helps, you know. This is licking the page. I mean, right. But I, but again, we, we have to accept it, bro. That's right. what I'm saying. But this is what I'm trying to say. This is where Deshaun is like, hey, he's trying to use his platform to say, no, you know what? You, you, you. 
my people are good people. We, you, you need to find out who you are. You got to find your worth because look at look, look at what's going on. Look, I mean, I mean, if you be honest, with you, we're actually being patronized, right? If you really be honest, hey, with hey, it, right? I mean, like I can't I mean, say, but if if I was a, if I was an African American man, if, if I was an African American man, and I don't know how you guys feel about it. I know Jay, you said you're patronized, and Marcus, I'll get your thoughts. But if I was feeling, I'd be like, oh, so. Now you want to do something? You want to make us feel better by giving us a little pat on the head, raise the flag, and play the national anthem? What do you think, Marcus? Yeah, I mean, it, it is definitely that kind of, of feeling. But at the same time, you want to try to, to take these opportunities sure. to, to, to use them to the best of your ability. When you're right. given that platform, when you're given um, any type of, of uh, I don't want to say leash, that's not the word I'm looking for, but any type of, of leeway to try to make some change, you mm-hmm. got to take advantage of it. Right. Um, and, and even just like with, with Deshaun and Edelman going there to the separate places, no matter what, if, if Deshaun, I know I'm backtracking here, but if Deshaun going to Auschwitz, even if it's not genuine and he's doing it bottom line, which I'm sure there is some of that, he's mm-hmm. going to learn something Absolutely, there. absolutely. And Absolutely. same thing with Edelman. Edelman's going to learn something that they can take and, oh, man, I didn't know that. I, right. Wow, it was like that. I, you know, whatever the situation is. Right. And that's why I think it's important for all of us. And I think that's where the change begins. People who are willing to learn and, and have these discussions, that, that's where the change is going to happen. And, and anybody like, you know, Randy, you're talking about your friends who are done with the NFL. And the, anybody who still doesn't see the bigger picture right now, right. they're just trying. They're just, they don't want to see You're not going to change right. them. They don't want to see You're it. not going to change them. They're not going to see it, you know, and, and it doesn't matter um, what you do. They're not going to see it. And they're going right. to, you know, they'd rather be continuing to hold progress back. Uh, you know, but eventually, I, I hope, I, you know, again, is that they are segregated into such a little area of their own mm-hmm. that you know their voices are silenced right, right. I mean, you I know. mean their voices all your voice is always dictated by your bottom line okay yes. so they'll you know maybe they'll change maybe their bottom line makes some change who knows you know what I'm saying but at the end of the day like I said you know with this whole situation I think it is you know we, we are kind of being patronized or whatever I do agree that we have to strike while the iron's hot, and right. you have to, you have to do that. It's, it's, it's. It's it's rather shitty though that it has to be that way. For sure, you know what I'm saying. But it is what it is. And, no, it and, isn't, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? It is, and I think that we're you know we're not going to be. This is obviously not the last time we're going to be discussing this. No, not at all. You know, and uh, but like, I'm interested to see what happens. You know what? When Deshaun does that, and when Julian does that, what comes of it, and and how that progresses. Right. Um, but to transition real quick, you know, with you know that conversation, we're going to go over real quick mm-hmm. and discuss a little bit about. Uh, you know some recent developments in the bubble. You know the bubble, NBA bubble. 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 Uh, I know that um, our old good Sixer friend Rashawn Holmes decided <laughs> that he wanted to head out to get some food he was and was he, caught. He was hungry. Yeah, <laughs> listen, but listen. If you saw the Instagram videos that they were showing, those guys weren't getting fed what they normally used really? to eating. Oh no, I mean not. Oh no, Joel. Uh, he had tw- he had tweeted out something a couple weeks ago, and he was like, "I'm gonna come out here looking <laughs> looking like he did when he was in Africa." Right. It was was like, yeah. oh man, right. it was terrible. Right. But also on top of that too, you know, we they've already had seventy-two positive tests in the NFL. They've had over a hundred positive tests amongst all four major sports. Mm-hmm. And I've been having this conversation. And look, I love sports. I want sports back, mm-hmm. but I still don't think it's appropriate. I don't. I, I still think that, you know, we. 
you know, I miss it though. I mean, I I'm, know, I'm, I'm happy that it's on the way though. Listen, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Listen, listen, baseball is here. I mean, look, I was watching the Phillies inter squad game the other day. Oh. I mean, and baseball is going to be back on Sunday. But you would have, you would have been watching that shit anyway. Oh, absolutely. Right. But so I mean, I'm, 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 bring it up. I'm, ex- I'm excited. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it up like, oh, oh, because there's no sports I'm watching it. Nah, no, I would have watched it regardless. Anyway. You know, look, it's just, look, I'm excited about it, but I still, I feel like it's going to open up, it's going to start, and I still have this fear that we're going to get a shutdown before anything's able to be completed. Yeah, I don't, actually, I don't I don't know. I mean, what you think, Coach? I, 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 don't, I don't think it's going to be shut down. I think it's all getting shut down. I, I just, I just, wow. I just think there's too many, there, there's, there's too many uh, variables to it. There's too many people involved. There's too many, you know, things happening with, with, you know, even guys who, you know, in the NBA, the bubble, like there's too many people in and out of the bubble and, when when one guy gets it, what happened? Like, wh- Everybody's yeah. You Everybody, know, like yeah, I just I just don't. I, don't. I don't see the reason why I don't see it getting shut down because they brought it back for a reason, and they didn't bring it back because we as people miss. Oh, for sure, they brought it. They back brought it back for dollars and cents. Yeah, no cents. doubt. So, so ain't so, no cents, all so, dollars. So so until that changes. Oh, because they're like, yo, listen, you want to get paid? Like, oh, matter of fact, that was something too, right? Only certain players. Were able to still make their money. Or well, something certain, like that, right? Everybody was getting a a, a prorated amount of, money, yeah. okay. of their salary. So some okay. of these guys, you know, but you know, when you got that kind of money, you're, right. you you live a certain <laughs> way. Right. right. So oh, when yeah. you prorate that salary, that I can't live that way. You can't so live that, that, way. that hurts them. Right. And that always but, is one thing too when people talk about salaries. Like, oh, you're still making a million. Okay, but if you're making the everyday salary, let's say you're making seventy five thousand, you're expecting to make seventy five thousand. Right. If someone says next year you're making fifty five thousand, that's a, a huge change of life. Yeah, so I understand people absolutely. say, oh, well, these guys make millions of dollars. What's the difference? Right. If you're used to living a monthly allowance that says I'm making two hundred thousand, and all of a sudden sure. you're only making a hundred thousand, you have to change that life up real sure. quick. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think all it's going to take for this to get shut down is is a star. Testing positive. Okay. Yeah. LeBron, Giannis, and, Joel. And, and Russ is pretty close. So yeah, so that so that rumor, But he wasn't there. He was that's the only thing I think that not the only thing, but he wasn't there yet. He got it in OKC. So he wasn't uh, he wasn't in the okay. bubble yet. But okay. I think if yeah, like you said, LeBron, Giannis, Harden, one of those guys, right. I, I think but we how, might be, You know what I'm wondering? How are they catching it though? Is cause they, they still just live in life and going well, out. There, there's people in and out of the bubble. So even okay. even Adam Silver said, I'm not gonna be there all the time. I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be out. Like if so if the commissioner's coming in and out, like yeah, everybody's coming in. <laughs> and even on top of that, Florida is is about as red as this trophy that's up on your mantle here right. as far as a hot spot goes. Right. One thing I do when I want to show some love to the WNBA, which doesn't really get brought up much on this show, but there was an interesting situation with Elena Deladon, yes. who is like the star mm-hmm. of the league, the LeBron of the WNBA. Yes. Yeah, she's from local. Wasn't she from Delaware? Delaware. Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. What's it, Salesian? Salesiana? Salesiana or something like that, yeah. You know, she she made a petition to her team that, you know, she has Lyme's disease, which picks her at high risk. And she was taking like 64 pills Some a day. I, like, yeah. I saw that picture. I was, I was like, wow. And they said day? to her, wow. they said to her originally that we're not going to pay you. And she said, I don't want to put myself at risk. And it, it's very interesting. And I look, you know, people are saying, and then you have the, the general public saying, well, I go to work and I put myself at risk. Go do your job. <laughs> but no, 
you're only saying that because it's uh, for me because I think it because it's the WNBA and people look at down on it, mm-hmm. you know. But that's the that's the LeBron of their league. Sure. And right. I love the fact that she brought attention to it to the public. Right. So, yeah, I agree with that. You know, yeah. I just wanted and, to, and, and, I, and I got a lot of respect for her because, like I said, she went to Connecticut and yeah. she came home just to care for her sister. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I didn't so know that, that whole backstory. Oh, her sister um, has like a developmentally disabled. I think she has cerebral, cerebral, cerebral palsy. I think, okay, or maybe something else. I'm not sure. I know it's a developmental uh, disability. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So she t- came back home to kind of care for her sister. So I respect her. I mean, they got. I mean, I mean, you know, I hate to say this, and I probably sound terrible, but even if she doesn't get paid, she's still good. They got big money. They they big money. Deladons down there in Delaware and, and the buildings and all that. So they they you know what I'm saying they, they, they she comes from money. You know okay. But but still it's the principle. And then I it, I just I like the fact it, like I said, I wanted to give some 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 loves to the WNBA sure. and I you know, again, to me it's just you know, to be an athlete and to make this choice, this life choice, you know, and people forget, people say, Oh, it's all about the money. No, there, in my opinion, there's certain players like a LeBron, like a Elena Deladon, who still have a passion and a love to play the game and for them to make a choice of like I'm going to step away mm-hmm. that to them is like taking the oxygen away from them mm-hmm. so you know I, I right. think it's very very bold of her to say I'm going to make this choice you know and again mm-hmm. when it comes to the ownership it's shame on them for saying alright well we're not going to take care of you I mean listen at the end of the day I mean she's, she's making a choice for her health right. she has no problem putting um, you know basketball on the back burner for other things that are more important. Like I said, she did that in from Yukon to Delaware. It didn't matter to her. She said, no, I don't want to be this far from my sister. My sister needs me. She's going through different surgeries. So whatever. I'll lose them. You know, you know Yukon to Delaware. I mean, that's a big... Oh, there. I mean, you know, that's like night and day. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, so I, I, I commend her for it. I don't see her, you know... Um, and, I, and she's not... You know, like I said, I, I don't really see them vilifying her too much. I mean, but they were, they were, they were testing her. I they will were. say that. They and, and that's unfair. Were. That's unfair. All right, gentlemen. Well, listen, when we come back from commercial break, we're going to get into, we're going to have a caller, and we're going to get into the recent discord down in Washington, what, the name change that is being uh, brought upon the Washington Redskins, which will be no more. Oh. And also, we're going to get into a recent scandal that just came out with Daniel Snyder and the Washington Redskins organization. You're listening to Let's Get It. We'll be back after this. All right. This presentation has been brought to you by Four Walls Productions, where we specialize in creating and bringing your ideas from concept to reality. For more information on products, pricing, and more, please visit us on the web at fourwallsllc.com or call us at 856-650-6556. All right, guys, welcome back to Let's Get It. Again, I'm your host, Randy Dutkin. So in our first part of our show today, we discussed, we followed up a little bit about Deshaun Jackson, Julian Edelman, uh, the developments with 
little bit of the NBA bubble and some of the issues going on in there. But I want to take a turn now and discuss the developments that are taking place down in Washington, where the Washington Redskins name is going to be changed. A long time coming change that many people felt was needed. Um, And it's interesting. You know, we talk about progression. We talk about taking steps forward. And for this to be moving forward and to be happening is a huge step in the NFL. And I also think that it's the first domino in many because when you go and you change the name like the Washington Redskins, which is a very hurtful and harmful statement to the Native Americans, Mm -hmm. um, you then have to go and look at the Cleveland Indians. You Mm got to go look at the Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, you got to go Atlanta Braves. Braves. I didn't even think about all that. Yeah, so once one team follows through with the name change, the pressure is then going to be on these other organizations to potentially change the name of these teams. I I think I agree. Um, Just only, I think, Redskins kind of holds probably the the, the heaviest negative connotation. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit. As opposed to like, like, because like Redskins and Braves, I mean... I don't know. Braves and like it's like a noble thing, no, I think. I think I could I, be I think wrong. it's more of the uh like the not not the mascot, but the logo they use and how they okay. do, how they do the tomahawk chop. Yes. Okay, and I, right. I know I know yeah, now the yeah. Braves owner did come out and say we're not changing our name, but we're no longer going to to do the tomahawk the chop. chop. Okay. Right. And I know okay. like even in like with the tribe, you know, out in Cleveland and the Indians, right. Cleveland Indians, they they had a a mascot that was you know de- depicted the Indian the way that you know, everyone always you know, looked at it and okay. ne- necessarily didn't represent them in a positive way. Right. Sure. It's just when you look at the Redskin, you know, and the, the most detrimental name that's out there um, for an organization that's been around for what sixty years, right? You know, for right. that to happen um, in a listen in an organization ran by a uh, owner in Dan, in Daniel Dan Snyder, Snyder. Yeah, right. He who, wouldn't and he wouldn't change the name for years. For years. Daniel Snyder is look. Let's be honest. Daniel Snyder is part of the hierarchy that we talked about earlier in the sure. first segment of this okay. show. Absolutely. You know, okay. so it's it's very interesting that the pressure is falling on on the organization now and going through with it. Right. Um, but again, that is years and years and years of, you know, this right. is the way it's going to be and we're not going to change it. Right. What's interesting though, and I, I think that, you know, um I'm I'm wondering I am curious to know how the people in that area feel yeah. about it. Because that you know, when you go through a name change, it kind of, it's almost, I, I mean, it's not similar. I mean, I'm, it's not the same, but when the Sixers went from, let's say, that jersey or that jersey to like the AI jersey, right? I, I, I wasn't, I was kind of, yeah, I don't oh. know. You know, I wasn't, because change, nobody likes change, you no. know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how the people in that area uh, will embrace that. I'm just curious. I mean, I think it's the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just curious about that. Because even like, even um, the, um, with the, who, who does the, um, oh. It's about the Atlanta Braves. That's the Braves. Oh, oh that's the Braves. Well, it's, oh. oh. Right, right, right. And they, that was a they, great. They, yo, that was like intimidating. It was her. the best. <laughs> I remember when I, because back in the day, the you know, but this is I mean, I'm showing my age here. Oh, I you know, know I have a little Philly store. Listen, it's a Philly store real quick. Back in the day, the Phillies used to be on Prism. 
Yes. And Prism was a paid channel. Yes. You couldn't get that. So, yes. you know, I, I didn't get to have that. Right. TBS. So, right. <laughs> exactly. So the Braves, the Braves were on TBS. Right. Sure so I grew up watching a lot of Braves baseball oh, as yeah. a, as a oh, yeah. you know, a fan. Yeah. And every time, let me tell you, I used to try to replicate that and be like, Feelies. you know, just because I was jealous oh, of that. Oh, I'm telling you, oh, you know, I was jealous of it. And my brother was actually a Braves fan growing up. It killed me. Y'all uh, always, I mean, you know what? I, I, and there's no disrespect to the Philly fan because I'm a Sixer fan, but y'all stay wanting to steal somebody's shit though. Like, because y'all did that with the with the Jets, man. You know, we J-E-T-S-S, Jets, Jets. And now y'all E-A-G-L-E. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, well, at least the, we have something to stand behind. But anyway, all right, yeah. we'll move on. I'll leave a note. I, 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 said, I said I wasn't going to joke with y'all too much. Uh, listen, I, I we said, all, I said that's, part of, that's part of the show, man. We always got to have a little banter. We always got to have a little banter. But good. back to what you were saying, I'm interested to see what some people from that area sure. feel. And I know that we have uh, a man from that area, Mr. D, who's going to join Absolutely. our show in just a minute and, and let us know his thoughts and feelings on this. All right, yeah, let's get him, let's get him on the phone. Let's get, him, let's get him called up. Absolutely. We'll be interested to hear what somebody from that area you know. Gotta say, right? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, you know, is it is it is it something that um let me see, Roadcaster? Yep, there we go. Hello. Hey Mr. D, how you doing? This is Randy with Let's Get It. How are you? Randy, how are you? I'm Good doing. Evening. I'm doing very well. Doing very well. You're on right now with uh, Jason Bryce, my co-host and producer, along with our special guest uh, Marcus Bullock, and we've been discussing a little bit of. Now you're from the Maryland area, correct? Are you down there? That's correct, but originally from Philadelphia. Correct? Oh, okay, all right. Are you are you an all Philly guy? Oh yeah, you know it. Okay, good, because you know I'm I'm sitting here surrounded by with Jason, who's you know he says he's a Philly sick, a Philadelphia 76ers guy, but other than that, I have to always hear his right. baloney about everything else. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just not an Eagle fan, but I but I know Mr. D. I know you are though. I know that's, I know I know that's I know, quite all, that's I, quite all right. We all have our faults. No, it's absolutely. All, <laughs> well, no, listen. I mean, listen. I, listen. I, I respect. I mean, you, listen. You guys have been waiting forever. I mean, for a chip. So you finally, you finally got it, and, and that's good. That's, that's, it's, welcome to the table. It's absolutely. All good. Well, you know, with that said, again, we ha- appreciate you being on with us, and you know, down there in in Washington, the there's actually a couple big things I want to get your your thoughts and feelings on the first one is the name change of the Washington Redskins what is the pulse of the people down in that area uh, on the th- of, on that happening and moving forward with that of course like any change uh, you know you're going to have people who is going to uh, be a little uh, resistance uh, about it you know it's been a long name a uh, uh, long time name for the, uh, for the team here but you know everything must change and especially that that's been kind of a kind of a bittersweet, if you will, for the fans here in, in uh, Washington. But uh, I know that if uh, given a chance, uh, it'll go over okay. Okay. All right. And, you know, I, I, I know that, um, you know, it's been noted and everyone said that that is the name that's had to change because it's been the most hurtful and harmful over the years, you know, towards the Native American community. Uh, one of the other things that just recently came out, and I, I know as a Washington guy in that area, Daniel Snyder is, from what I understand, hated by a lot of fans because he's a terrible owner. Yeah, you know what, uh, you get that around here a lot. But then again, too, let's be realistic about it. You get that from uh, a lot of the fans around the country whose teams are not doing well. 
Okay, and they're not sure. representing, right. uh, you know, and not resent, and, and not representing the players and uh, and the league in in, in a favorable fashion. Uh, you get where I'm coming from? Oh, absolutely, and and that's one of the things I want to ask you about is you know with these recent developments that just came out. It was I think it was yesterday um, where there yeah. is you know 15 women that were in the organization. Uh, brought against sexual harassment charges. There is talk that, you know, he exploited the cheerleaders and that there's just been a lot of dirty business going on in, within the organization. What's the thoughts and the pulse down there on that? Listen, if you dig deep enough, you're going to find find something, okay? That's a very good point. Okay, so uh, we're looking at, uh, now these allegations are coming out now and my whole thing about uh, uh, these types of situations is you know, we have to go by truth. I'm not going by hearsay, this, that, and the other thing, but I need to go by truth. I'm not saying that there has been any uh, uh, thing that's been, uh, 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 hasn't been above board or below board. I'm not saying that, but we have to look at this on truth. And again, it's very, very, very strange that this stuff is coming out right now. That's a good point. That was one that's of my first point. thoughts. That was one of my first I did thoughts think too. about that too. Now that, now that the name is changing, now all of a sudden, you know, but but then you know that's usually happens like that where you know when once you start peeling back things, then other things start getting discovered. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but that's a good point, though, Mister D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you can you, you can uh, say what you want though, but uh, you want to have fans, but yet to uh, you're not going to have fans if again, like I said before, if the, the team is not represented in the good light. Uh, you're gonna have some issues, and uh, Snyder, uh, he might uh, he might come out better selling the team. Who knows? Yeah, I know that. Like, like you were saying before, in, in any organization, in any city, you're going to have a lot of fans that hate the organization, but you're going to have the diehards. I know down in Washington, it, it's the it's the what is it? The Hogs they call themselves, the ones who dress up with the correct. the pig noses. Yes, correct. you know. So that I know correct. that the Redskin fans, there are some loyal and diehard, just like up here in Philly with the Eagles. And oh, absolutely, the, I, I, it's a fanatic sometimes. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Um, you know what. What is going on outside the box? It's just the production on the football field. Right. That's correct, and that's that's the main thing. That and that's uh, at the at the end of the day, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at results on the field. Yes. So um, I mean, I, you know, I know, like to real quick touch on that. I'm looking forward. You guys got the Dwayne Haskins down there, correct? Dwayne Haskins. Uh, and you know what? Again, too. Uh, the season has been like a, a, a blur, or so you can't even call it a season. But I'll be really honest with you: uh, since the pandemic and everything is going on, my attention has not been on the on the sports scene, uh, and that is that's the fact. And I, and I tell you, that's right. the fact because again, uh, we would have different perspectives on a lot of things. Again, if this wasn't for this pandemic, but since this pandemic has been in the place, uh, I, I know just for me, I'm saying for myself, uh, my. Uh, my views uh, uh, on sports and uh, my following of the sports have been very, very limited. Right, very limited. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I know that for us, you know, we've been doing this show for a while now. And when the pandemic first hit, we had done one show and then we took some time off because really, I think the majority of people were like, you know what? Sports is not the important focus right now. Right. I mean, honestly, there wasn't much going on in the sports world to even discuss. Right. And everyone was just worried absolutely. about keeping themselves healthy and keeping themselves and their family safe. Right. Absolutely. Hey, Mr. D, I got a, Mr. D, I got a quick question for you. Uh, I'm a bas- basketball guy here. Do Washington Wizard fans exist? 
Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but that's a good point. So. <laughs> I, 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 you know, you know, I, I've been, you know, been around, you know, especially up and down the East Coast. I've never heard anybody say I'm a Wizards fan. But that's a name change. Well, you do. Uh, good point, Jeff. So that's that's but that's a name change. Well, see, they were the bullets. Remember the real bullets? Good point. Good point. Go right. Remember, remember all the all the commotion about the name and had to change the name from the from the from yes. the bullets to the wizards. Absolutely. Okay, so so you just had bullets fans just get converted over to wizards fans. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. That's, that's the whole deal about that, right? So and then that's a good name too. We're talking about name changing. Then that's a good name also. The right. Wizards. Right. The Wizards. Right. You know? right. And I will they say, had to make that adjustment. They they didn't lose any fans by changing the name. No. No. They ain't haven't won no chips though. As a wizard, though, <laughs> I can tell you that much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they ain't gonna win one either. The best no, thing no. they had was when Jordan put the wizard jersey on. Well, no, no, they, no <laughs> but, but, yeah. when, when they were the bullets, though, uh, when, especially when they were in Baltimore and then they moved to Washington, they were tough. Oh, no, back in the day. I'm saying back now the since day. they became the wizards, though. Oh, they've been bums. Yeah. yeah they've been bums. No yeah. magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. So, uh, you know, Mr. D, and again, I appreciate you joining us here on the show. Um, one of the things, I know that you're a... You're I appreciate a, it being asked. Thank you. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you, you know, we'd love to have you back on at, at some point because great insight. One other thing I want to ask you before we let you go is you're a North Philly guy. Um, so, you know, you follow, the, you follow the Eagles, you follow the situation. So I'm sure you... you knew what happened with Deshaun Jackson and him tweeting out, you know, the controversial um, quote from Hitler and the follow-up that's been with Julian Edelman reaching out to him, Malcolm Jenkins commenting on the situation. Um, What are your thoughts on how that all played out and, you know, what's kind of been a little bit of development with the NFL and some of the changes that they've made that kind of relates to all that? Let's take it it maybe, I guess, from the top. Yeah, that's a a loaded question. yeah, yeah. People have a tendency sometimes to say things without giving a thought to them. Yes. I don't believe that his uh, comments was make, made in any harmful gesture. I don't believe that. I don't think he has maybe that malice in his heart. But at the same time, if that if that is something that, that that's bothering him, if that is an issue, that's something that he needs to talk out and work out with people that surround him that he has confidence and has faith in that will be able to steer him in the right direction. Right. You know, right. Uh, you can hear this. I can tweet this. You can tweet that. Social media is is a, is a monster. It will take whatever you put out there and spin it in whatever direction anybody wants it to be spun in. Yes. Am right. I right or wrong about absolutely. that? No, no, absolutely. Know, that's, the, that's the great thing and the downfall of social media. Right. Correct. 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 So that being said, so it, it, he has, as a as a person, as a as a where he's in in his life and, and at this time, he needs to examine what he said. And if I'm not mistaken, did he come back and more or less kind of retract it or kind of cover it over it a little bit? Yes, he did. He came out and apologized. Up. You know, and he said that. You know, he, right. it, you know, right. it, to to paraphrase what he said that you know I didn't mean any malice behind it like you said I didn't mean any hatred uh-huh. behind it and um, you know and again now he's making the or took the invitation from Julian Edelman to learn and Julian Edelman is going to learn from him uh, so it's been you know developing in a positive way and hopefully something that is a step towards some progress. Absolutely, I, I used to I used to have a saying and I, I still say it from time to time. And, and it's so important, especially in these days and times. It's, I used to just, uh, communication 
is the key to understanding. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. True indeed. And, that, and, that, and, and without that, we're, yeah. Yeah, without that, we're, 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 we're in the dark. We're in the dark. We need no. to communicate. Regardless of what our, our, difference, our differences are, that having that communication and having an, an honest an honest communication back and forth, uh, you know, you, you get to see things a little bit clearer. Absolutely. Now, one of the things that we had discussed, and, and this is the last question I want to get to you, is do you think that, and Jason brought this up, do you think that, Deshaun was vilified more than being an African-American man for the things that he said. Comparatively speaking, let's say a Caucasian man said something. Do you think absolutely. that he would have been vilified Ab- more? Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I- and you can see and you can see this happen right there. You can see the, 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 um, the uh, how can I say it, the, the, the turmoil, the, uh, the things that's going on after that. Of course. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. And I even said, you know, and following up, you know, um, like myself, I'm a, I'm a Jewish man. And, you know, initially I was very, very appalled by the statement. I was, you know, Deshaun's got to go, blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm not going to lie. That was my first thoughts. But I took a moment to step back and I hope that more people do. And it's all part of the learning curve that we're moving and doing right now with the progress. I believe, too, at the end of the day, that he did not do it out of a place of hatred. He did not do it out of a place of malice. It was something he came across, and Jason said this, something that he was trying to educate himself. And he said, you know what? This this rung with me. This kind of you know hit me in an area, and I want to put it out there and share it so that education can continue to grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. This goes back to my statement I just before about the communication being the key to understanding. Right, absolutely. We have to. If we can't sit down. We can't sit down here and talk and 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 be productive in our in our, in our talk and be honest, you know, about what we're doing and, and, and how we're saying it. But again, like I said before, uh, before you put anything out there, you need to know know where your source is. Or again, too, we have our feelings, and if our feelings are are, are not in in line with everybody else's, so be it. We got to talk about it. We definitely have to talk about right. it. Or either why do you, why are you feeling this way, or what made you say what you said. Right. What made you say what you said? What was so heavy on your mind, or what was disturbing you at that time that made you say what you said? Right. I think, like I said, I think, I think, I think, I think you, Ryan Marcus, you kind of brought that up too, like with his marketing team or whatever. Like he's just got to be better, you know, educated on how to communicate his thoughts and feelings. And I think you, you said everything right, though, um, Mr. D. Just communication mm-hmm. is the key to understanding. Absolutely. That's it. Well, listen, thank you very much, Mr. D. Appreciate the insight, the thoughts and feelings of the Pulse down in Maryland, and we'd love to have you back on at some point soon. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. I'd love to, I'd love to be back on it. And again, too, uh, you have to look at it. I don't, I don't, I'm not the Pulse of Maryland. I'm just maybe the, uh, a small voice that, uh, you know, <laughs> that's about it. But no, I mean, you, you know. <laughs> you, thank you again for the opportunity. Absolutely. No, no, thank it's you good. for the opportunity. Hey, I really hey, do believe it. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mr. D, go Wizards, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, go Sixers. Come go Sixers. No, no, no doubt, right? No doubt. Come on now. I told you. I told you. I'm a homeboy. I'm uh, a that, homer. Absolutely. absolutely. And don't forget about them Eagles, right? Oh, gosh. Oh, That's God. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Mr. D, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you again. All right. All right. All right. Good call. Like a, a very good call. And again, you know, it, it was interesting just to kind of, you know, get the thoughts and feelings about that. Um, and I think, you know, again, he echoed everything that we're echoing, uh, you know, about everything with Deshaun and everything with, you know, the transition and everything like that, you know. But it was very good. Marcus, you have anything before we run out here? No, I think what, what Mr. D, what, what hit me um, 
you know, kind of off the other topics was was Daniel Snyder, how he said it might be better off if, you know, he might be better fit just to sell the team. Just to sell the team, right. And it's interesting because there there's so many of these owners that that probably would do better for the organization by selling the team. Right. But they're not selling no, the team. No, it's a pride factor. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not even like a pride factor. It's a moneymaker. It's my team. Right. Yeah, Don't tell me team. to sell my team. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm right. Absolutely. My team. No, 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 no. Listen, it's my team. This ain't your team. You don't tell me what to do. Absolutely. So that, that, that's, and that's anybody. No, absolutely. You know what I'm it's like that's my anybody. business, my team. Right. right. So unless, unless you find yourself in a situation like my man out there, um, Donald who, Sterling. Right, with the shorty. Right. Because oh. he, he he only got caught because this little boo thing squealed. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was his boo no, thing. No, listen, you yes. Know what I'm but if she hadn't squealed. But then, like that, even like that. So you have Donald Sterling, who was the owner for, for how many years? Thank and you. the team was, was horrendous. Horrible. And then you have Steve Steve Ballmer who comes in and actually cares about the organization and cares about winning and look at them now like right. they're right they're a they're, top two team to win the thing like, absolutely right you so, know so yeah. it just shows that that it's you know a lot of these guys are in it for the for the bottom line oh, yeah. no, like ownership ownership can make all the difference but but you know what if if I was I ain't gonna front if I was an owner uh, yeah you're gonna have to pry that team out of my hands. That's right, but but at the same point, you're gonna try to win. Oh, we're gonna try to win. Yeah, see what I'm saying? That's why I think a lot of these guys. It's not about that, right? Like Dolan. Dolan, I think he's a good example. Perfect example. Good example. Perfect example. You know what I'm saying? He he he. I don't know if he really wants to win, right? Or but I can tell you, the Garden still sell out with no problem. Yes, it does. That's the thing. And he and and the Knicks are shitty. You know what I'm saying? That's my hometown team. My second favorite team. I know it's hard for you to say that. They're it shitty. Is. But but you know what? As much as he gets vilified, I gotta give him his props though, because he he did a lot during the corona. You know what I'm saying? And he, you know, those those people at the garden they still got paid. Yep. They still got he did a lot. lot. And, that, he, and, and, that's and, he, awesome. and he does that. But he still gets vilified because of the product on the on, court. On, on the court. court. On the court. Yeah. You know All right, guys, we'll be right back after these quick commercial break. Again, you're listening to Let's Get It. We'll catch you after this. Welcome back. We are heading into our final segment here on Let's Get It again with our special guest and, you know, maybe regular Marcus Bullock joining us and uh, Jason Bryce, my co-host and producer. We just want to get into some final thoughts from everyone on what we discussed again, you know, relating to Deshaun Jackson, related to the Daniel Steiner, the name changes, the coronavirus situation. So I'm going to shoot it over to you, Marcus, first and just kind of get your final thoughts on what we went over tonight. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, it's it's important that we, we take the positive away from what Julian Edelman and Deshaun Jackson are doing. Um, 
and, I, and hopefully that that'll open the door for for others to kind of step out and 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 go into other cultures and learn more and and just just start more conversations um as far as the nba goes i'm i'm keeping my fingers crossed that this that this can go off without a hitch and uh nothing nothing too serious comes from it and we don't get shut down um as far as the the washington whatever they're going to be called uh i mean that's just a mess down there and and you know the name change is going to happen obviously um I'm, i'm sure they'll figure that all out but with with the the, the internal stuff going on that that's a disaster that 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 mm-hmm. I, I think that's only the tip of the iceberg what's come out so far absolutely so absolutely you know and uh, Jay I'll throw it over to you final thoughts um, I do think um, like what Marcus said um, the Deshaun Jackson and the Julian Edelman situation I think it's beautiful I mean anytime you know there's always a disparity and in, in, in tensions, you know, anytime we're talking about whether they're white issues, black issues, and how they combine, you know what I'm saying? But however, those two colors, however you want to see it, they mix very well. You know, if you look at just the keys on the piano, you know what I'm saying? You have black oh. keys, you have white keys, but they still make melody, they still make harmony. So the more that we can communicate, and like Mr. D, communication is, is the key to understanding, the only that we have that understanding, then the more we'll have that harmony and we'll be able to kind of flow and sink in that perfect key. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I'm prayerful for that. Um, you know, as far as Washington, I mean, Washington bums anyway. I mean, I, I want them to change their name, though. I think, I mean, it's, it's respectful, okay? But, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't care what you call them. They're, they're bums. Yeah. You, know, um, you know, they ain't been nice since, what, Doug Williams or maybe, Joe, I mean, Joe Theismann, Lawrence Taylor cracked them. But then they went to Doug, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he, had to, he had to throw you know that Giants saying? reference in Big there. Big blue baby, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But, you know, and then and, and peace to Joe's thighs, but no disrespect to you, bro. But, um, you know, because um, that was life-changing, so that might have been like right, a little, sure. that, that might have been like a little low blow. Um, but, um, you know, um, yeah, listen, I mean, you know, I just, I, I'm grateful, you know, like I said, just to, you know, kind of be able to be a part of that change and, and to see it, actually, the, from the Redskins to whatever it's going to be. So hopefully they could, you know, do well. As far as the bubble, um, I don't see the bubble busting. You know what I'm saying? I don't see. I don't see. That's it. interesting. I, I, I see it. I see shipping old out, Corona out, and bringing new ones in. Right. Because there's always going to be some players out there like, yeah, this this is probably dangerous. But yo, you know what? I need to play. I need to. You know what I'm saying? Like, who was that? I think that's um, who, Jamal Crawford. He's back. He's playing. Yeah. Good. You know what I'm saying? Now, would he be playing if it was just regular season? I don't know. But in the bubble, some people don't want to play. Oh, you want to play? Come Mario on. Chalmers even reached out and was like, hey, oh, I can come back I, and play. I'm available, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so there's, there's a need there, man. But, I mean, really, what I'm taking away from the whole the whole show, honestly, is it's really trying to have, you know, the, 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 the harmony found between, um, you know, um, you know African-American people and... and and white people and whoever people like we need we need to really try to kind of really combat these issues and come to a better understanding absolutely and you know that that's kind of again i I echo the same thing um again the dynamics of our show make for a great show because we have the the perspectives of you know myself being a you know a a white man and and two african-american men and you know just all of us able to come to the table and have you know very challenging and at times you know you know, pressure building conversations. Absolutely, sure. Um, yeah, it, it, absolutely. It's very, 
you know, difficult, but it's also a great thing because it also is, is attributes to myself and you, Marcus, and you, Jay, right. um, you know, who we are and how we're part of the solution and not part of the problem. Right. Uh, with that being said, too, one of my other final thoughts I just want to say is if you are still, and there's plenty of people out there, part of the problem and don't believe in progress and are quick to shame the NFL for some of the things that they're doing, take a look in the mirror make some changes because you're going to get left in the dust because we are progressing forward. And if you're not willing to progress forward, we don't need you, but you're going to miss out on a great future. Absolutely. So with that said, again, I'm your host, Randy Duck. You've been listening to Let's Get It. We're with Marcus Bullock and my producer and coach, Jason Bryce. Catch us again on SoundCloud and Apple iTunes. And before you know, we'll be going to be coming to you live soon. So stay forward and look forward to that. Have a good evening and we'll catch you soon.